abandoned corporate America to embark on a whole new venture in horror podcasting. Please join your host and his sister for today's episode of Not Your Average Horror Show. Better watch out. Oh, the movie? Yep. It goes by two names. I'm not sure which one it goes by these days because some of these older ones, they they loved doing that back in the day. They would name it one title. Well, probably nobody talks about it these days. No, there's like a whole subset of Christmas time horror movies and they're um, a lot of them are just not that good. <laughs> this one I had high hopes for because last year when we first started the pot started doing the podcast last year, there was a few of them I wanted to do. And that being one of them, I just mm-hmm. happened to on Tubi, it's become like a treasure trove of horror <laughs> movies. Wow, gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> if I was like if this was back in the day, Boy, if I had this growing up, this would have—I never would have left the house. <laughs> but they're just like putting so much shit on there. And Darren, by the way, also who like he never watched horror at all until we were college roommates, mm-hmm. and then that's all I would sit there and watch. And to this day, that's all he watches now. Wow, he really turned him on to the. <laughs> <laughs> like we we met for lunch one time, and he said like Yeah, pretty much all I watch these days is horror." I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm thinking to myself, I barely do it all, except my my favorite ones from back in the day uh-huh. that I like to go back and look at. And then like another time he told me, he's just like, well, yeah, it's because of you that I watch this shit now. <laughs> like, huh? Okay. And that's like his industry too, right? That's where Yeah. He, he got into these really low budget horror movies mm-hmm. by just simply, I don't know how he got so obsessed with it. Uh, maybe it was me, like he said. You, you really altered the trajectory of this man's life. He Somehow. To you. <laughs> well, he's also a police officer in his full-time job. <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> Makes for a good combination. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just became obsessed. And then like he'd start getting into these. But it's not like even the stuff that the mainstream stuff, like a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that I like. It's just these really low-budget type things. Hmm. And he would just find these directors on facebook and some of them they're attainable if they're low budget enough like yeah, they'll have their desperate enough i guess <laughs> and so he just became obsessed with i don't know who it was but he just kept stalking them <laughs> until like he gave Sounds them something <laughs> yeah but now it's just like he's met some pretty high proof well i mean they're b-list the most notable one i think he's met is um tara reed oh right yeah um we claims you know the story of that, right? <laughs> I know there is a story connected to Tara Reed, and it's a little bit like far fetched. <laughs> yeah, with him, details. with him, you never know. Yeah, because he exaggerates to the extreme, but he claims he really had to go to the bathroom really bad uh-huh. well, during filming, right? And somebody let him into her trailer, which they shouldn't have. And he said, like, he went in the bathroom, locked the door, and just obliterated the toilet. <laughs> He said there was like shit all over the place. And when he came out and, Did you know, not this is up? typical Darren. Like, you know, he said like he wasn't able to flush the toilet. It got clogged. And then he went out and he was face to face with Tara Reed right there. <laughs> and she like got all pissed off with him. So it's very far fetched. Uh, I don't know what exactly. Yeah. Maybe possibly he used her trailer, but he did not like have an incident like that. I highly doubt I want to believe it's true because it's funny. But. Yeah, I mean, like, it is a funny thing to, like, completely just make up out of the blue. Like, unless you just really don't care about your uh, your sense of pride, which maybe he doesn't. <laughs> well, that's part of his deal also. He's not afraid to be self-effacing when, right. he's, when he's, you know, yeah. saying this stuff. Yeah. Hmm. But okay. 
you know, usually there's something in the story which which makes him look um, like he's the winner, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. This just makes it seem like he obliterated her toilet and just didn't <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what part of that is true. I mean, he was in a movie with her. Like, it's yeah. it's there documented. But I don't, to what extent, like, that off-the-screen stuff happened, I cannot say. <laughs> Tara, if you're out there, <laughs> please confirm or deny. Well, I didn't expect to start this off in a toilet humor note <laughs> new year new us oh speaking of that when i parked the car uh-huh. and i'm uh going up to the kiosk to put money into it because i parked on the street yeah like you did uh-huh. but for me i had to pay for it like two bucks a hour rip off yeah philadelphia <laughs> i go up to the kiosk where you gotta put the credit card in and it's like a mm-hmm. digital screen yeah so it's dark when you get to it but you hit the button to start it mm-hmm. lights up and what before my eyes did I see someone drew a slong on the <laughs> screen of the kiosk? <laughs> no <I> mean, respect. <laughs> I was going to say, what is what is shocking about this story? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the first time I've seen that on a kiosk. Like, you see it as graffiti elsewhere, yeah. but not on a kiosk. Yeah, nobody dares deface <laughs> exactly. the PPA. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Well, I snapped a picture of it if anybody wants to see it. <laughs> put it in the show notes. We'll put it on the website. <laughs> Not the website, maybe the Facebook page. It's more tactful. <laughs> it might get taken down. <laughs> Would they really? I thought you can. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know what the Facebook rules are these days, but. I don't know. I feel like anything, but also nothing can be let aloud on Facebook. It's, yeah. It's uh, kind Just of a like... <laughs> All right, so Christmas Eve. Yeah, so now we're like six minutes in, and the reason I haven't talked about this show is because there was not a lot to talk about. It wasn't a good movie at all. (laughs) Like I said, I had high hopes for it because I ended up watching the first few minutes of it last year. I don't know why, as something that was on after something else I watched, and it seemed to open well. It um, it had good cinematography, Mm -hmm. and the scenes were crisp okay the pacing was good (laughs) you see these two little kids sitting on the stairs they're looking at the tree they're trying to like catch a glimpse of santa claus yeah and then sure enough you see like two feet coming down the chimney um and their mom's sitting on the stairs with them Mm -hmm. so look and she's like oh be quiet he's there he's he's gonna put (laughs) stuff in your stocking she's like don't say a word because if you do he'll be mad and so he's there rustling around and putting gifts up and then one of the kids does like let out a gasp or something and mm-hmm. he turns around and he sees the kid and he just kind of like winks and some and the kids start laughing. And it's kind of, you know, it's their dad that's doing it dressed yeah. up like Santa Claus. Right. I think they, it's one of those things. It's like you kind of know, but you still don't really know. It's hard to, mm-hmm. you know, articulate, you know, that kind of thing when you're a kid. Yeah. And um, so he, they get a laugh out of it. They see, uh, presence being put down and then they go up to bed and then like they're in their bedroom so they're both in the same bedroom mm-hmm. and the younger brother was like you know that wasn't really santa claus okay now it's coming back to me so the the one kid says that wasn't really santa claus i was dad dressed up as santa claus mm-hmm. the older brother is like no it wasn't that was really him <laughs> wow what a twist and the kid's like oh bullshit <laughs> so Hours later, you see the older kid sneak back downstairs. I can't remember why. Uh-huh. So the Santa is back, Mm-mm. but 
he's also there with their mom. And the mom has on this like sexy lingerie. This sounds like it's taking an unexpected turn. <laughs> and and um, she's standing up and she's just giggling the whole time. And the Santa's like down on his knee. Oh, he no. keeps looking up at her. Uh, uh, He's got his hand like, you know, rubbing her hip. And that's all. It doesn't show them doing anything besides that. I don't know what the big deal was, but they were yeah, just. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they. Um, you know, maybe he saw more, but the camera doesn't show it. And then you see him all freaked out and he runs up the stairs, runs into the attic and then cuts himself on an ornament. And there's like a drop of blood that falls to the floor. And that was, so that was all done pretty well. The direction was good. Like the scenes from that point on the movie, just garbage because <laughs> it moves to the modern day. That yeah. was maybe 20 years prior. Oh, I see. Or 30 years. Yeah. I don't know. The kids are now like, you know, old enough to have a family because the one younger brother now does. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like these two guys, when they're um, older, they have the most deranged looking men, not deranged, <laughs> but just like really odd choices. <laughs> I don't know what it was back in the eighties, but when you had some of the leading men were just like, <laughs> men were going hideous. through a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's they like were a, having a moment. I don't know how they went the about 80s. picking guys to act in movies. It just looked absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you saw that a lot in the 80s it would just you know what it would be the one extreme or the other because mm-hmm. you had the guys like um you know dennis franz or on a more on a more higher level al pacino robert De Niro, like those mm-hmm. weren't exactly you know like model looking guys or yeah, but they had a presence yeah definitely well that's see that's how that's all it took back then and that's the way it should be see today i feel it's not like that it's like every guy has to be handsome. Every guy has to be, you know, Brad Pitt or Liam, is Liam Helmsworth or Chris Helmsworth. Who who am I trying um, to? I think you're thinking or Ryan well, Gosling. You I know, think you get the point. Both like actors, and they all look the same. They all have like the yeah. same like lean look. Nobody looks sloppy. It's just all, and yeah, they're good actors, Leonardo DiCaprio. But they're all mm-hmm. they all have to be like good looking to be in a movie apparently back then you didn't need that <laughs> you just needed a... right maybe i just don't know what i'm talking about Who knows? <laughs> yeah you just needed the <laughs> the riz as the kids are saying yes the young like what the young kids say <laughs> right i mean some actors you know you had the um oh who was it mel gibson mm-hmm. right so on the other side of it you had those guys burt yeah. reynolds <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's also specifically Kurt Russell. The genre. I'm talking too much about like handsome guys and slongs in this show. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, hey, now there's no. <laughs> We're not. What's a... the deal here? <laughs> How do we go down this road? <laughs> you know, Kurt Russell. He was the one that was in um, Dirty Dancing, right? No, that's Patrick Swayze, another handsome guy. But I can see I... how you'd get confused. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm not a Patrick Swayze kind of person. There's something, his face looks too meaty or something. I was just never into it. Really? Yeah. I think Kate said the same. We watched Roadhouse <laughs> a few weeks ago. Oh, wait, you watched Roadhouse? Yeah. And she okay. said the same the same thing. We both yeah. watched it. Like that she wasn't. I'm like, really? I mean, <laughs> he looks fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. We We know your type now. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, these two guys, they just look, they're just like deranged looking, but one is normal. He's the one with the family, okay. of course. And you don't really know what's going on. You see them showing this one guy 
who is the older brother that's grown up now. Mm-hmm. And he works some factory job where they make toys. And he looks very bizarre. <laughs> All right. Just... I, I'm looking them up as we okay. speak. These leading men. <laughs> yeah. he um He's the star of the movie, really. And he works at a toy factory. And he's he just became manager of the toy factory. And it's like, it should be a major boost for him, but then all the other guys take advantage of him. Mm-hmm. Like they still make him work on the line somehow. <laughs> and he's just not happy there. And you'll see him occasionally like looking in the mirror and kind of just like getting really angry or laughing. And he, he just, they're portraying him like descend into madness. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like the part I have a problem with with this movie because like he's not really a good enough actor to pull that kind of character transformation off. It just looks stupid. We don't need to see him laughing hysterically at himself. And these scenes go on way too long. (laughs) Are you still trying to find him? I mean, I am. My focus is a little bit diverted, but I cannot find hide nor hair of these men. Maybe (laughs) cinematic history is trying to forget. Um, I'm seeing a lot of the scene that you were just describing in detail. Oh. The inappropriate beginning. Um, right. A lot of screen caps of it. Oh, hey, Bill Murray a little bit. Yeah, he's got like the, he's trying the beard on and there's scenes where he's just like, yeah, the real weird emotional scenes. So you can tell basically what's driving all this mm-hmm. was that scene in the movie I described where as a kid, he saw the Santa Messing around with his mom. He was traumatized. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's part maybe, of life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's his. It's not like a stranger that was doing it. It was like his dad. Oh. But apparently, just the fact that it blew his image of Santa Claus is all it took <laughs> to drive this guy crazy all these years later. <laughs> and then what's really weird and creepy is that he keeps a list. He keeps this big book binder thing yeah. of like naughty and nice kids. And he's constantly like spying on kids, like from out his apartment window. I don't know. This seems less like a like a horror movie and more just like a depressing movie about a man who just really needs therapy. And uh... well, exactly because it doesn't feel like a horror movie at all. <laughs> it's just going on and on about this guy's daily life. Yeah, who's just really mopey and stuff. And then um, eventually, though, things do take a turn where he loses it. He goes to a holiday party. Mm-hmm. He's he sh- it should have been a good time for him because he's there with other managers mm-hmm. and his his boss and like they're all kind of like rubbing elbows and stuff and trying to bring him into their club mm-hmm. and they're like yeah isn't that great you know it's just like we've got it made and stuff and like the money's you know the sales are through the roof and everything he just got the same mopey look on his face <laughs> and then eventually like he just looks at one like one guy is telling him asking him like how's how things are like in his branch how he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then he tells him, the guy's like, oh, so sales. So he's like, well, things are doing well. And and he's like, you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> the crazy guy. He's just like, yeah. he's like, you don't get it. Like, it's not about money. It's about, you know, the toys and the kids and stuff. You know, and they kind of start <laughs> laughing at him. Oh, the other funny thing, too, is like in the background. So the CEO of the company is like on a VHS tape recorder and they're, they're playing it. And he's sending like a recorded message. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, it's a holiday party. Yeah, yeah. And so they have like several workers around the company. Uh-huh. But the CEO couldn't be bothered to be there himself. He's got a <laughs> he recorded. <laughs> it's his face. On a, he's like saying, hey, great job this year, guys. Sorry, I couldn't be there with you. 
and he's just like showing you know these exotic locations and stuff (laughs) i guess that strikes me as less weird today because people like do that kind of stuff all the time now except it's not pre-recorded but you know yeah exactly maybe it'll be (laughs) maybe it would be like less um of a violation if it was coming in live there's no way you could do it back then unless it was (laughs) like a conference call but But the this was the next of the pre-recorded so i guess it wouldn't have looked yeah. too bad but it just looked like <laughs> the typical obnoxious ceo who couldn't be bothered to be there like he was above that yeah. kind of thing attending a christmas party yeah of his company so <laughs> that i thought was pretty hilarious it goes back to showing him at home and getting like you know more and more crazy and just like looking at the kids who's been bad and good <laughs> and this is one kid he has a problem with his name's moss garcia which is like a really weird name moss? yeah and he's walking by, he's walking by a group of kids and he's like, what would you guys, they're like, oh, hey, like he's their neighbor. So they're mm-hmm. like, hey, how you doing, Mr. Whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm good. He's like, you kids being good? They're like, yeah. He's like, he's like, what do you think you're going to get for Christmas? And they're all telling him like what they want, like a toy car or a, a pony. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was back then. And the last kid is like, I want a lifetime subscription to Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> And he stops and it's just like his eyes get really big. And it's like, <laughs> and it was that kid, Moss Garcia, who's been on his naughty list already. Mm, the seal the deal. So now he's really <laughs> getting crazy. And it's not long after that, I think, where he does start killing people. Oh, okay. Um, Finally does. Yeah, but I remember he he's still trying to be good. Like, So mm-hmm. he dresses up at Santa Claus at one point and then for the rest of the movie, that's that's all he wears. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He talks to his brother at one point. His brother invited him over for a Christmas dinner. And he's like, no, I've got something else to do. And yeah. he's going to go on some kind of massacre. A spree. <laughs> Wait, is this the, so this is the older brother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently like he was okay for a while. Like he was <laughs> in good graces with his brother and his family. Yeah. Like his younger brother's like, yeah, come on. The kids were wanting to see you. They're like, what's the problem? Why can't you come over? You know, he's got like this knife in his hand. (laughs) And um, I'm trying to think. He was outside the steps of somewhere on a street. This Mm -hmm. crowd of people was there. And there were these, um, yeah, this guy was, I don't know if they were laughing at him or what the deal was. They're like, hey, Santa, what's going on? And then. You know, they're approaching him. They're kind of like taunting him with something. Mm-hmm. And he, he's got like his bag of toys and he pulls something out. I forget what the object is, but he holds it up to a guy's face. And he's like, take a look. And he's like, look closer. And it's some kind of like pointy thing. And he like shoves Here. it into the guy's eye. Oh, no. It's <laughs> awful. And people are just like so. Because <laughs> you imagine this was before Silent Night, Deadly Night came out. Okay. So the concept of a killer Santa Claus was not something that people had thought of. it was shocking yes but that by the way is the gold standard as far as i know for the christmas horror movies is silent night deadly night okay which were those vhs tapes that you found oh which you probably okay. don't remember um i do remember finding them but i had no idea what they were. yep yep <laughs> that if you want to see something about a killer santa claus that's the one to watch all right noted and it's a similar well it's the same kind of theme Mm-hmm. Like he's a kid and he's somewhere and then a and guy dressed up. Traumatized my yeah. parents. Except that guy dressed up like Santa Claus killed his parents in the beginning. Oh, okay. So that was more. It's a little more extreme. I could easily see how like 
they stole that from this movie because this movie came first that we're doing yeah. here. Mm-hmm. They stole the idea and then just ran with it. And it was remarkably successful, though, because that I don't know why this movie was such a big deal because there was similar ones like this before it mm-hmm. with Killer Santa Clauses. Yeah. But there was like moms picketing. I remember as a child watching it on the news. Yeah. I would have been 10 years old at the time. Uh-huh. But I remember like, you know, on, on Channel 5, they were talking mm-hmm. about, they were interviewing people in Plattsburgh off the street. <laughs> really? About this movie? <laughs> Not this one, but Silent Night, oh, Deadly Silent Night. Night. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, it's just like they had a mom and her child. And and the reporter was like, what do you think of this movie? Do you think it should be banned? She's like, yeah. She's like, Santa Claus doesn't kill people. He's nice. <laughs> right, Billy? And he's just kids shaking his head. Yes. <laughs> he's, you know, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you put it that way, I can kind of understand. What, why it'd be controversial and a big well yeah because then the message gets out that santa could be potentially deadly and you know that kind of ruins the magic of uh the spirit of christmas well yeah see today there's just so much crap out there nobody would give a shit like, yeah well kids are desensitized now to yeah any and everything oh yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> i mean unless something hits the mainstream that's like really bizarre but mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that's like under the radar yeah, and um, you know, anyone above the age of five has like full access to the internet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very true. So who knows? Probably <laughs> younger than five. Probably like you can be born and just know how to operate an iPhone. No problem. I guess so. <laughs> Kids are being popped out with the iPhone in their hand. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of crap out there. And this definitely was crap, too. This was not good. Yeah, just um, reiterate. <laughs> yeah. Once he finally broke into character, like once they got past that whole like madness type of thing and he just mm-hmm. was all out crazy, then it was okay by the end of the movie. Yeah. But it was too late. It, <laughs> it just was, wasn't enough. The beginning was good. The end was good. It was just the entire like two hour middle part of the movie that was bad. <laughs> Yeah, he's there's one scene where he's I don't know. Somebody they see him walking on the street because mm-hmm. he's just got his back. He even has like a van mm-hmm. which was painted with a holiday theme on it. Mm. And he's walking down the street and he he walks by this one. It's almost like this this hall that people these people have reserved for a Christmas party and some yeah. guys like, "Hey, look, there's a Santa Claus now. Grab yeah. him." They drag him in there. And you don't know what he's going to do because yeah. the guy's crazy. Uh-huh. But he he just like starts dancing around and like you know he gives toys out to kids and they're all like time yeah it's just like a meaningless scene that went on for a long time i don't know what the point of that was but that was like the one part of the movie which actually he was i guess enjoying himself yeah maybe it was just trying to uh convey how complex of a character (laughs) yeah give him dimension yep like i said before trying to dig deep with a plastic shovel (laughs) so they um from there, though, he does end up like in a string of murders. He tries to kill that Moss Garcia kid. He's hiding behind the bushes. Mm. And the kid sees him and he tries to like grab him there. And the mom almost sees him but doesn't. They just drive mm. away. He ends up in somebody's house. I can't even remember who it was. Maybe a coworker. But he hacks this guy up in his sleep. The guy wakes up and sees him and he just like starts swinging the axe. Oh. And then the wife, I think, sees it. You know, she wakes up and then she's next. Oh, man. Um, The story 
culminates as, you know, the word's getting out that there is a killer Santa. And this guy, um, he's out there driving his van. And then somehow, I can't remember who he was after, but then this mob of people just out of nowhere just kind of like form. And they've literally got like uh, lanterns and stuff. And um, these big glowing what do you call torches? Yeah. I feel like 80s horror movies really love their mobs. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a mob coming out of somewhere. There was some good mob violence back then, wasn't there? <laughs> Those were the days. Oh, no. I can't think of another example. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Oh, well, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And the last. They don't show it, but. The fog, there was a mob. Um, and the fog? Right? Wasn't there? I guess there was a mob of like zombie pirates um <laughs> what am i thinking of oh silver bullet there was a mob. yeah right okay um a posse there was a posse um, a vigilante posse i know there was another one recently that we did yeah definitely. probably mm -hmm. yeah i'm trying to remember but um yeah 80s movies were one of a kind <laughs> they um you know it was like a short-lived era of slasher movies yeah and it's funny because like you just felt like they were just always going to be there and then just one day they were just all gone man isn't that life though <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny though it's like you miss this kind of stuff and then you wish they would make them and i always use this movie as an example there was one that came out a few years ago called most likely to die uh -huh. and it was about um this a 10-year high school reunion these mm -hmm. people get together and they get killed off one by one. And it looked like a legit movie like from back in the 80s. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, great. Here we go. They're making, <laughs> they're doing it. They're coming back. Yeah. And it wasn't like anything that was mainstream. But yeah. I was all excited to see it. And it had all, everything there that needed to be there. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yeah, this really does not need to be necessary. <laughs> it really is done. Like there's nothing more you can do with these movies that you yeah. haven't seen already. <laughs> Except go back and watch the old ones. Yep. Um, or just be however old you were in the 80s. And because uh, I feel like part of the experience is the nostalgia of the time. Yeah, you just like go back to like, you know, what you were thinking back then and how exciting it was seeing these things come out, living mm -hmm. through the era. And uh, yeah, so people have recaptured that and they go to great lengths to do it also. Mm -hmm. People spend a lot of money on that shit. Yeah, they sure do. So the final scene of this movie is so ridiculous. The guy is clearly being chased by the mob. Mm -hmm. He's got like no options left. And he's going to go and drive it off of a bridge, his van. Okay. And his brother is there now. Like, oh. I don't know. I can't remember how this came to be. But his brother realizes that, yeah, it is my older brother who was the Santa Claus killer. Yeah. Wait, is he in the mob or is he like no. with his brother? No, he was... I think he was trying to like help him maybe if he could. Mm. Yeah. But there was just too many people there. So his brother's like right beside the bridge and he's, he's looking, he's seeing me. He's like, Oh no. And he's going to drive off the bridge. <laughs> You'll never believe this, but the van, instead of like nose diving into the water uh -huh. goes up in the air and you see it <laughs> like drive past the moon, just like Santa Claus and his reindeer. And that's how it ends. <laughs> it's like, what kind of stupid shit was that? Oh, it's uh, it's artistic. <laughs> Come on. It's got to be in some kind of margin of reality, though, doesn't it? <laughs> well, who if knows? If the previous part of the movie is just your standard slasher, he can't just like... <laughs> he can't just drive a magic van. Moon. 
now. <laughs> but maybe he was Santa Claus the whole time. I guess that's what they're trying to go for. Again, they're trying to be way too ambitious with this movie, and it just um, was not that great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the idea is actually solid. And I guess, like you said, there are other um, kind of versions of the similar thing. That, Better options out there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess you got to give it credit. It was like one of the first. Yeah. I don't know if it was the first Killer Santa Claus, but it was 1980. And then mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night was 1984. Yeah. And that delivered like seven sequels, if you can believe it. Dang. Well, I guess uh, this one walked, so <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night could run. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfectly summarized. <laughs> well, with that said... There's probably no more reason to spend any more time on this movie. Unless you had anything else that you had to mention. I mean, not really. I didn't even watch it. (laughs) True. (laughs) Best that way. It might have been funny to laugh at. Right. If you had the time to fit it in. Yeah. Yeah. In my uh, crammed schedule. Well, that does it for this week. Next week, a little bit off the beaten path. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. I'm not sure why I feel compelled to do this, but we're going to do something that's not a horror movie whatsoever. It is Christmas-themed, like what this one was, but there's no horror Christmas with the Cranks, (laughs) which is horrible for a different reason. Yeah. But I'll explain more next week why we're doing that. Cool, yeah. If you even tune in. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see the, uh, the listens for that particular episode. If any. All right, with that... See you next Wednesday, and Happy New Year, everybody. 